0: Baby Bus! Around the World in Eighty Days Episode 18 The Attack of the Indians Mr. Fogg and Colonel Stamp glared at each other. Even though both appeared calm, balls of fire seemed ready to shoot from their eyes at any moment. Colonel Stamp twitched his mouth defiantly. So? Do we want a duel? Of course. I'll come back here to find you in six months. Stamp laughed loudly and said disdainfully, (laughs) Why don't you say six years? Oh no! Sixty years is even better. Maybe I'll be dead by then. If you're still alive, doesn't that mean you win? (laughs) You want to fight? All right, as you wish. Let's fight. Lady Aouda opened her beautiful eyes wide and stared at Mr. Fogg without blinking. She seemed very worried. What are we going to do now? Standing on one side, Passepartout was itching to have a go, ready to fling himself on Colonel Stamp. Passepartout, stay out of this. Mr. Fogg spoke calmly, then quickly went with Stamp to the first carriage, where there were fewer passengers. Passepartout and Detective Fix were worried about Mr. Fogg's safety, so they followed the pair closely. Lady Aouda, now white with fear, chose to remain in their carriage. My apologies, everyone. We're borrowing this carriage to carry out a duel. I hope you can leave for a while. I think we'll take at most two minutes. Then you may come back. After hearing what Fogg had to say, not only did the people stay in their seats... Several of them even took out peanuts and popcorn. Grinning as they said to Mr. Fogg and the rest, Stop no, talking, start we to watch! Colonel Stamp put on a somber expression and slapped a pistol on the table. Watch, then be ready to get shot. my <gasps> oh, Gone, gone run, run! The passengers emptied the carriage instantly, leaving only Mr. Fogg, Colonel Stamp, pass two and fix. Later, at Mr. Fogg's orders, Passepartout and Fix left the carriage too. The door closed tightly behind them. Nobody could witness what was going on in the carriage. Hope you like the American snowfields because you'll be here forever. Colonel Stamp frowned. His cold expression made him look like a ferocious beast. Colonel Stamp, I'd like to say the same to you. Mr. Fogg and Colonel Stamp loaded their pistols at the same time, then they aimed the black muzzles of their pistols at each other. The air seemed to suddenly become still. Even the cold howling winds outside the carriage seemed to stop. It was so quiet, you could hear a pin drop. You're going down. Mr. Fogg and Colonel Stamp were getting ready to pull the trigger. Suddenly, gunshots rang out from somewhere else. They looked at their own guns and realized that the shots came from outside the carriage. Something's wrong. Mr. Fogg leaned outside the window without hesitating. He saw a group of Indians riding tall, strong horses chasing the train. Several of them had already climbed aboard. A bullet suddenly flew straight at Mr. Fogg, hitting his hat and knocking it off his head. When Mr. Fogg and Colonel Stamp had closed the door to prepare for the duel, Passepartout and Detective Fix had glued their ears to the door, listening to what was happening inside. Fix, do you think my master can win? Hard to say. They were so nervous, their hearts were ready to explode. When they heard the gunshots, Passepartout thought the duel had started and he couldn't stand it anymore. I don't care! I'm going in right now to kick that Colonel Stamp away! Fix felt that something was amiss and he held Passepartout back. Wait! The gunshots seemed to be coming from outside! His words hadn't even died down when dozens of Indians holding huge wooden rods and guns climbed into the carriages from the windows. One tough fellow, who looked like he must be the chief, pointed his gun at the passengers and shouted, Don't move or I'll shoot! The passengers stared at the guns and didn't dare to move. All of them looked like they were frozen, They stayed very still. When the other Indians saw this, they cheered. Wow, the chief told them not to move and they obeyed. Our chief is really powerful. Our chief is the bravest warrior in our tribe. Even if they resist, nobody can beat him. Our chief is the strongest man in our tribe. That's right, our chief is a sharpshooter. And the most handsome man in our tribe. Those Indians tried to outdo each other by praising their chief. The chief's face beamed with delight as he said loudly, My dear fellow men, after robbing this train, there's still an army camp not far away. If the train passes there quickly, we can do whatever we want. After listening to the chief, the Indians started cheering loudly again. Standing in a corner, Fix asked Passepartout softly, What do we do now? Didn't you hear the Indian chief? There's an army camp up ahead. If we can make the train stop, we'll be safe. The question is, how do we stop the train? (gasps) Oh, I've got an idea. If I crawl underneath the train and disconnect the coupling between the locomotive and carriages, the carriages will stop moving. Hey, what are you two whispering about? Even though Passepartout and Fix were talking softly, they caught the Indian Chief's attention. He drew his gun quickly and aimed at Passepartout and Detective Fix. We're not saying anything. No, oh, we were praising you. You really do deserve to be called the most handsome man in your tribe. <laughs> uh, y- y- yes, you're so handsome. The Indian Chief's expression relaxed instantly. <laughs> oh, you've got good taste. But, like I said, if you move, I'll shoot. You've defied our chief. Shoot them! Sharpshooter, sharpshooter. Now the chief is a sharpshooter. You're in big trouble. That's right, our chief is a sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, sharpshooter. Passepartout and Fix turned pale with fear. We're doomed. I didn't know I was going to die at the hand of Indians. <laughs> this is your own fault. The Indian chief laughed coldly and pulled the trigger. The sound of gunshots started to ring through the small carriage. Were Fix and Passepartout shot? Would Fogg and the others be able to overcome the ferocious Indians? Stay tuned for the next episode.